Pep and Step, your premium Texas high school football podcast from your friends at Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. I am the Tep Greg Tepper. And I am the Step, Matt Step. Thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber and welcome to the final Friday of the 2022 Texas high school football season. Makes me sad. It does. We won't have another Friday like this until August, although it does look like Next year, we were worried that the UIL was going to snap back and it was going to be like super late state championship games. Mm-hmm. It looks like it may not be the case. There may be we may be even earlier next year, which we may get two Friday nights in August. Of yes, state champ- we may of, have of two high school football regular season games. Yeah, yeah. So excited about that! This is your Friday state championship preview edition of Tep and Step. We do thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. Coming up here in just a moment, we're going to preview both 4A games and a small game, a small gathering happening on Friday night there at at and Just a gathering of friends. Just a little gathering of friends. But we will start, as we always do, Matthew, with your Texas high school football fun fact of the week presented by Country Meats. Thanks to our friends at Country Meats for being the official sponsor of the show. They're avid football fans and like us, know that equipment isn't uh, uh, I'm sorry. They're avid football fans like us and they know that equipment isn't cheap. That's why they make fundraising easy and accessible to anyone from peewee teams to high school varsity. Head on over to countrymeats.com and use the discount code STEP10 to get 10% off your first order. That's S T E P P 1 0 at checkout. For countrymeats.com. Countrymeats.com. They will keep you warm during the winter. Mm. I presume. I, I I have not I had a I had a country meat stick last week, but it wasn't cold. Like it wasn't cold outside, so I don't know if it warmed me up. But I presume it does. Country, I think so. I think what, so. What is country what what is one thing that country meats has ever done wrong? Can't name they one don't thing. Do anything wrong. They're amazing. Can't, can't name one thing. Matt Step. Your Texas high school football fun fact of the week. Of the 24 Texas high school football teams in the state or in the state championship games this week, how many are looking for their first ever state championship? Of the 24, how many are looking for their first ever state championship? I'm thinking now. Just counting. <clears throat> yep, counting. Uh, uh, down to three A now. <laughs> uh, down to two A. Uh, I don't know six man rule. I know it's four eleven man. I'm pretty sure it's four in the eleven man ranks who are looking for a state champion first one. And there's two in the six man. Okay, so I was gonna I was gonna just guess two. So it's, yeah, it's six. I don't, ben, I don't know which two. Benjamin and Lorraine. Okay, uh, both making their first ever trip to state championship. Hawley has never won a state championship. They're looking for their first one. Uh, Poth looking for their first state championship. Mm-hmm. Vandegrift looking for their first state championship. And Bernie. Bernie is looking for the first state championship. So there it is, your Texas high school football fun fact of the week presented by Country Meets. Thank you, Country Meets. It is now on to Friday action, Matthew. At this point, will we be will you be tired of, of AT&T Stadium yet? No, I don't usually get tired until I... I when I walk in Saturday morning is Saturday morning you're like yeah. Oof. yeah and then then once the games start I'm fine it's like yeah. the pregame Saturday morning but we will kick it off Friday's my favorite day of the week, favorite day of the weekend every year or this year most every both year. both yeah because the four a, I love the four a games are yeah, always the best but, yeah but I got to be honest 2018 I was looking forward to Saturday the most 
Yeah, 2018 was the outlier. Because yeah. especially those last two, yeah. North Shore, Duncanville, yeah, and Longview, Westbrook. Turned out to be a great Rode day. to the hype. Yeah. An, a legendary day. Yeah. That was probably, 2018, Saturday is my favorite day of state championships ever. It's right behind it was 2014 Friday. So, Matt Stepp, can I interest you in the only, and I do mean only, matchup, I'm sorry, one of two, matchups of unbeatens in the state championship games? You can. There's only two. Both the only match of a fifteen and O's three or eleven a.m. rather Friday morning at AT and T Stadium in Arlington the Class Four A Division Two State Championship game between the Carthage Bulldogs and the Wimberley Texans who will be playing for the Four A Division Two State Championship game and I am suddenly very interested in this game. Yes. I think if you had asked me a week ago and said, hey, it's going to be Carthage and Wimberley in a title game, I'd say, uh, okay, I feel like I know which way this game's going to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I'm like, ooh, tell me more mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. somebody gave Carthage a bloody lip. Yes, <laughs> for the first time. And we didn't, you know, credit to Glen Rose. I, I mean, it's not going to make Glen Rose feel any better because I think they walked away feeling like they should have won that football game, but mm-hmm. they. They gave Carthage all they wanted in that in, on on Friday. Oh and yeah, it was. Boy, you know we're, we're friends with a very notable Carthage fan, and it was it was touch and go for about yeah. twenty minutes there. I thought I thought I thought Glenrose was going to win the game. Yeah, they looked they were driving for the win. Yeah, they had the ball and they were driving down for the win, and they fumbled at midfield. And then and, Carthage came back and, and scored a game winning touchdown. Now the question for me going into this game is is Carthage for the first time all year. This was an issue last year, and it hasn't been an issue all year got bit with the turnover bug. Mm-hmm. Three straight possessions in the third quarter, they turned the football over, and that allowed Glen Rose to take the lead. Does that get cleaned up this week? I, that's the big question for me. If, they, if, if Carthage cleans it up, I think they win and probably win going away. But if they let Wimberley hang around, as Quero found out last week, Wimberley will bite you. They're, they're good enough to beat you. This, this Wimberley team, they're not an accidental 15-0. and No, they're 15-0 for a reason. And they showed last week just how, how Quero had that game by the scruff of their neck. Yeah, They were up on, by 12 on Wimberley. And what, what ha- they were up nine at halftime. And they, they drove down like it was hot knife through butter until they got in the red zone. Wimberley bowed their necks inside the 10-yard line, forced a field goal, and then it was the, the game was changed after that. They scored 24 points in a row. They got Johnny Ball going, the running game going. And they they got it going, and they beat Quero. They, they started forcing turnovers, and they, they got it done. If you let Wimberley get momentum, they can hurt you. Yeah, this is a, this is a <laughs> this Wimberley team is a vibes based team. Okay, they are a team that when they're feeling it, you know it. You know they're feeling it because they that they have a ton of energy in that team, and they are they got the wind behind them. Like when they stopped them on that third on the uh, on uh, in the red zone, first a field goal, and they came down and scored, you felt a sea change. Mm-hmm. You were like, "Oh boy!" And then it was like, "Okay, does Quero have enough left in the tank?" And flat out, they didn't. Johnny Ball, Johnny Ball is a really fun running back to watch. He is a hard charging running back. He runs through people, and they also they are such the the offense is. It's almost like to call it a spread 
is probably not doing it justice. They are wide open. Okay, the the offensive linemen, the splits are crazy mm-hmm. sometimes on some of these plays where they will just they'll spread out halfway across the field. Yeah, it is it is fun to watch. Cody Stover, their new quarterback, who's took over for Cash McCollum, who we'll talk about in a moment. I think we will. Yeah, Stover. They do not ask him to do as much as they would have asked Cash McCollum. Because he's a sophomore. But he does everything he's asked to do. He doesn't do anything. He does everything well. He runs, Pretty well. He runs the offense. He's a yes. leader. He had a 65-yard touchdown run against yeah. Quero. He can run when he needs mm-hmm. to. And when he's asked to throw the ball, he doesn't make mistakes. Yes. He doesn't make – he'll throw it away. He'll take a sack, but he, he does not – Put his team. He's throwing like four interceptions. Yeah, he doesn't put his team in bad spots. He doesn't, and that's the thing that I really like about him. So we've talked a lot about why this Carthage team is in trouble. Okay, this Carthage team is uh oh, bad news. Like it's 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 you know they're they're trending poorly. Bad game last week. What's wrong with Scott Surratt? Mm -hmm. You know things like that. Is it time for a coaching change? Is it time for a coaching change? Seven eight seven thirteen ten. Line it up. He's only got eight state championships. He hasn't won a state What's championship in almost two years. Yeah, what is going on? Here is the issue. Here's the thing, though, that for all the things I like about this Wimberley team and all the sudden doubts I have about this Carthage team, I've still got one question. And that is, how is Wimberley going to slow down Carthage? Yeah. Carthage, I think I think it's, it's Carthage going to slow themselves, themselves down. That's it. Yeah. And... I don't think this version of Carthage is going to play two poor games in a row. I think I think Saturday morning in Panola County sucked. Probably wasn't the best day. I think they had a <laughs> super poor. I, I don't think they had a lot of fun. Yeah, I think I think there was a lot of 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 uh, coaching going on. I think there was a lot of hard coaching going on. Yeah, and and so that is to me, if Carthage takes care of the football, the way that they operate with. Um, L.D. Dowden, K.D. Matlock, the run, the quarterback, uh, Connor Cuff. What's the status of uh, Hatton, Montreal Hatton? Did he play in that game? I don't think he played last week. He okay. turned an ankle. I, I bet he tries to go this week. I bet he'll try to go. But, I mean, but, but Jakevian Rockamore, they've got dudes. Yeah, they're, they got three running backs. Yeah. Maddox, uh, Dowden, and then there's a third kid. I can't think of his And their name. offensive line is excellent. Like, this is... It's kind of a more polished version of Quero's offense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Where they mm-hmm. can just beat you in a variety of different ways, in my opinion. I think you're exactly right. There is a path here for Wimberley. Wimberley is absolutely good enough to win this game, but they're going to have to turn over Carthage at least twice. Like, they're going to have to turn over Carthage at least twice mm-hmm. and maybe get a big play. In the special teams make a big, big play. They're underdogs. But I think Wimberley relishes being an underdog. Yeah, they like that. one of their coaches was like, "Hey, Steph, you gonna pick pick against us uh, double digits?" And I was like, "Ah." I, at first, I was like, "We'll see." Probably not gonna pick up double digits, but but Carthage is a favorite. Carthage I mean, is a favorite. I don't think that's. I don't think that's. They've going been the on wire to wire number one. The other thing is, it's hard to pick against Scotts around a title game. The man's eight and zero in state championships. It's hard so, to go against that. They can do it. It'll be it'll be something. And typically, it seems like Carthage plays some of their best football. At state championship, when I mean, the lights are the brightest, and part maybe that might be a part of it. Maybe I'm just trying to make excuses, which I'm not trying to do. Did they? Did they just flat out overlook Glenrose? Or maybe Glenrose was just that good. Maybe Glenrose Glen Glen is the second best team in the state. Maybe. And Car- I mean, Carthage turned the ball over three times in the, in in 
on three straight possessions. And but because they had played so well leading up to it, they, they were only down seven. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't Carthage, they might have been down twenty one mm-hmm. when they turned the ball over three times. They were only down seven. So this shows you Carthage that they can they're good enough to withstand that and and, and do some damage. So I think this will be a fun game. It could be it's it's one of the games I'm looking forward to, two fifteen and no teams, but I, I think I don't think I don't see Carthage playing two bad games in a row and I don't see Carthage laying an egg on this stage. It'll be a fun one. Good way to kick off Friday uh there at AT and T Stadium. Let's matriculate to 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock Friday at AT&T Stadium in Arlington is the Class 4A Division I state championship game between the defending 4A Division II state champion China Spring Cougars and the 15-0 Bernie Greyhounds mm-hmm. making their first ever trip to the state championship game. Playing football since 1924. Never played in the title game. They get their shot Friday afternoon if they're going to do it, they'll have to dethrone some champs. And this China Spring team is serious business. Yeah, they're really they're good. really good. You know, I, I think I think when you look at China Spring, you look at Cash McCollum. The, the, this is a different China Spring team than last year because they're a little more a little more wide open. They throw it around a little bit more. They got Cash McCollum, Trey Hafford. They still got the big running back in Kyle Barton. They still have the X line kid who. Who just makes plays all over the field, and one X factor for China Spring is is they have this innate ability, and I think it's the same kid to block kicks. Yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh. Um. They're I'm looking this up because he's done it three um, times. They're unbelievable at, at blocking kicks. Talk about an X factor in this game. That that's the X factor. China Springs ability special to teams, yeah. special teams to, and ability to block kicks. Um, Trey Hafford had a big game last week, but China Spring couldn't put Decatur away. Like Decatur kind of hung around. They they made it a six point game late. They just could never put him away. Gabe Watkins, yeah, so Gabe they, Watkins. I don't know if I at Gabe, this point it's, Gabe, not, it's Gabe, not fluky. It's I'm gonna be very I'm gonna be very clear. Gabe Watkins is an excellent football player, an excellent excellent football player. I don't think I've ever seen any other highlight of him <laughs> besides Other than just blocking, blocking a kick and, and returning and it. returning it for a touchdown. Yeah, he he's that's the other thing is he blocks it and then picks it up and runs it the other way. It's, he's, it's remarkable. It's it's what changed the game last year yeah. against Gilmer. Mm-hmm. Um, Bernie, I got to see them in person last week. Ish Ish was, was waving the flag the week before about how impressed he was with Bernie. I was a little skeptical. I thought, oh, Chapel Hill, their speed will give Bernie a lot of trouble, blah, blah, blah. No, Bernie just flat out kicked their ass. They, I, mean, I mean, there was no doubt front, about it. on both sides of the ball, Bernie was clearly the dominant team. It was as thir- – to me, it was the second most impressive result of the weekend. The only one that was more impressive was North Shore's mm-hmm. domination of Westlake. But Bernie just stem to stern blew Chapel Hill away. 35 nothing, and it wasn't that close. If Bernie doesn't have a couple of turnovers early in the game, it's it's forty nine nothing. TJ Dement, the running back, is solid. He's great. And their offensive line, the, the they call it the Great Wall of Bernie, is literally the Great Wall of Bernie. They're really good up front, and their defensive line, and they're huge by the way, dominated Chapel Hill. Yeah. Just Chapel Hill couldn't do anything. This this isn't. Uh, I I walked away floored at how good uh, Shea Hendricks's ball club was. Yeah. Their sophomore quarterback Jackson Bays is very talented. Does enough to get the job done. You know, and, and I know China Springs got the experience factor here, having mm-hmm. won a state championship last year. But when you're that good up front on both sides mm-hmm. of the ball, you, you, you've you've convinced me. So 
I think Bernie's going to win the state championship. And, I, and none of us predicted that no. preseason. None of us predicted that two weeks ago. Yeah. I think I think Ish may have had them. I think we most of us had them winning the region, I think. It was split. Yeah, I had Cal Allen. but It was split 50-50 on the staff between Bernie Tepper. and Cal Allen winning the region. But none of us had Bernie winning a state championship before the playoffs. I think Bernie gets – I think they're playing the trenches is good enough to get them a state championship. Jackson Bays. We haven't even mentioned Jackson Bays, the quarterback for Bernie. I think both quarterbacks. I think it's a, I, this – is this the best quarterback matchup in the, of of the top? Maybe DJ Bailey and uh, and uh, Braden Buchanan and and Vandegrift. Yeah, that yeah. might be the one. But like this, there's an argument to be made. This is the best quarterback matchup of the state championship games with Jackson Bay's the sophomore for Bernie, and then Cash McCollum for China Spring. China Spring's got so many different ways to beat you, mm-hmm. and and their defense can be had. It's it's not perfect, but it's good enough. And here's the thing about China Spring that's going to make them a really tough out. There's a little bit of that effing team in them. Yeah. There's a little bit of that, like... Moving up to Division One. I. I mean, we could have two teams move up in Division yeah. and, and win, win a state championship to sh- with Franklin and Shonda mm-hmm. Spring. It's remarkable. Yeah. And there's a little that effing team in them that when their backs are against the wall, they come up with big plays. Mm-hmm. And they did it in that Stephenville game. They also have an excellent kicker. That's something to keep in mind. They do. They have an excellent kicker. They're going to be excellent special teams. Yeah, China Springs special teams are definitely the X factor. But I think I'm with you. Bernie's offensive line and Bernie's trench play, I think, is the difference here. I think that that is, and if, especially if they're able to, to, to let, if they're able to, to, to allow TJ Dement, the running back, to have a big game, I think Bernie's going to win it. Yeah. Uh, now, I, you know, it's far from a sure thing. I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah. And... But and, and two coaches who are coaching their first state championship game, Jay Hendricks there at, at Bernie, and then uh, bu- 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 uh, Tyler Beatty at Channel Spring. This is a fascinating ball game between these two ball clubs, and we're split in the staff. Uh, WTF took China Spring. Yeah, their package deal. The dudes took uh, Bernie. Yep. We'll find dudes out. Dudes rock. Dudes That's rock. Say. It's going to be a fabulous football game. I'm really excited about this one. I Three o'clock. Which brings us to a small gathering of friends, mm-hmm. 7 o'clock Friday night at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, the final Friday night game of the Texas high school football season, as the 11, 11 and 3, what's the record? 12 uh, and 3. 12 and 3, yeah. 12 and 3, South Oak Cliff Golden Bears take on the 13 and 2 Port Natchez Groves Indians. And um, before we start talk at all about the game on the field... Let's talk about the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. which is potentially 50,000 people in a room. Yes. I think there's a good chance we're going to see a massive crowd. Will it break, break the record? So the the I don't record know. is 54. Um, it's Alan Perland, 23rd. is Kyler Murray's junior year. Yes. 54. 54, 347. 2013? 347. Yes. 20, 2013. Yeah. So I think 50,000 is doable this game. Breaking the record is going to be tough. It's conceivable, though. It's po- we haven't talked about the record legitimately being broken no. in, in a quite while. some time. And I think there's a legitimate shot it gets broken. Because you have a local team from Dallas ISD who will have a l- large contingent of Dallas show up. Maybe not quite as big as last year, but still a very large contingent. Yes. And you have Port H.S. Groves, who is known around the state as having one of the most rabid, fan ba- rabid and well-traveled fan bases in all of Texas. I said on TFT, and I'll, I'll take your temperature on this. I put them in the same category as like Longview and Quero. Of yeah. like, 
create like a community they're of like crazy a valley people. fan base yes yeah they, they travel like a valley fan base they are they're gonna be there early mm-hmm. they're gonna be in purple and there's gonna be a lot of them gonna be a lot of them a like, lot of folks in the 409 like thirty thousand of them it may well be i mean if if thirty thousand people from png are there they're the records that we might get sixty thousand the record might get broken i mean it's going to be a massive crowd. This is going to be the biggest crowd of the week. Like, yeah. bigger than all the 6A games, this will be the biggest crowd of the week. Agree. And hopefully, hopefully AT&T State is prepared. Uh, yeah. for the, for the, hopefully the, the folks in the UIL have said, hey, uh, we've got a couple of fan bases here that are really crazy. We need to have a lot of staff on hand for this game. Concession stands, third deck needs to be ready. To, the, the third deck will need to be ready to go early. This is going to be we'll, – we'll watch because we'll know the record is, is potentially in trouble if they open the fourth deck. Yes. That's, that's when we know because typically – That's the only time the, – I think, I think I've only seen it happen twice. I think that the, the two Allen, Callum Murray games, I think it happened. And maybe – I think – did Longview and Westbrook maybe. have it open a little bit? But it wasn't that many people in the third yeah. – fourth deck. That's how you know. Third, when they open the fourth deck, that's when we know we're in we're in record territory. We're approach because typically the first three decks are about forty eight, forty nine thousand. Yeah. When they get deck four, that's when we know we're pushing fifty. So that's that's off the field. What we what, what we, we'll be keeping an eye on. So PNG is in their t- first title game since nineteen ninety nine, um, and ooh, Jeff Joseph is the five A coach of the year. I think so. I I mean like. He took them to a title game in year one. Yeah, and they were they were. It wasn't like he took over a bad team. No. But they had been kind of third round and kind of been their yeah. ceiling. And now here they are, forty eight minutes away from the from from title, and they are not here by accident. No, they are. They beat Fort Ben Marshall and Liberty Hill back to back, back to back. And Liberty Hill, they beat them handily. They beat them six ways from Sunday. Yeah, it was a it was like a, it was close for a half, yeah. and then it wasn't. Yeah, like. There, Jeff Joseph is known as a defensive guru. Mm-hmm. Um, that's coming from a SOC coach yeah. who worked with him. Mm-hmm. Jeff Joseph is the truth. He's a really good defensive coach. And PNG, that's they they mystified the the slot T. They mm-hmm. probably did a better job against the Liberty Hill slot T, probably since those Don Hyde La Vega teams mm-hmm. just completely shut him down. Shut him down. Um, also, they have one of the hottest quarterbacks in the state. Cole Crippen is cooking with Crisco. He is Cole Crippen cooking with Crisco. He has been <laughs> let's go spectacular. Shea Adams is kind of their do it all athlete. Yeah, does a little a bit of everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and yeah, look, this PNG team is howling right now. They've kind of got that that effing team. Vibe. They do. They kind of they, they got that vibe. Where they're, they're, there's that they're this, this that team. Yeah, they are. They look at if they're going to win it. If they're going to win a state championship, they're going to have to get through. That FN team, yeah, the South Oak Cliff Golden Bears, who who are going to be at home in front of a rowdy crowd, they're they're the sock defense has just been unbelievable. The South Oak Cliff defense is shockingly good. Yeah, they're every level they're really good. And they're well coached. Their scheme is elite. They're well coached. They just offensively they got some concerns. Yeah, they're banged up. Some of their 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 real headline guys. Either are out or not a hundred percent. I.e., Randy Reese is not out. Mm-hmm. Randy Reese is out. The SMU commit, um, Javon Thomas, the running back who's committed to A and M as a DB, he missed like almost the entire. He yeah, missed a regular he's, season. He's not hundred. He, even he's back, but he he the only time he looked remotely healthy was against Lovejoy, mm-hmm. and since then I think he's been banged up since then. He's gotten through it, but he's in. Uh, so they're they're just 
they're really their offensive line is really good. They got Big Bubba up front, the TCU mm-hmm. commit. I think the quarterback play has been hit or miss recently in the playoffs. They 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 went to their third string quarterback in, in the Lovejoy game. Uh, William Green, I think, is his mm-hmm. name. He didn't have his best game of the year last week against Argyle. We'll see if he plays better this week. I think if Sock can just throw the ball a little bit, I think they'll be fine. But if they just can't throw, I think PNG is going to load up mm-hmm. and dare them to beat them with the with the with the running game. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you've got Jamari Colley out wide, aka the nickname Wild Man. Mm-hmm. He's a big physical target. If they can get him down the field and get a couple of deep balls just to loosen things up, I think that'll help. Sox defense is going to keep them in this game because they're elite on that side of the ball. And I, by the way, they're elite at every level. Yes. Elite in the secondary, elite up front, yeah. elite in the middle. They're elite everywhere. But I think they're going to need three touchdowns. I think, I think this is not, not going to be a shootout. I think first one to 21 wins this ball game. I think you're probably right. Like 21, I think 21 points may win this ball game. Yeah, I think, I think so. And Because and, and, these are two terrific defenses. Mm-hmm. Port Natchez Groves' defense, like their front seven has been excellent. The other thing about this is can because so I got to be honest the them like PNG scoring 42 points against against Liberty Hill I don't know that that's necessarily all that shocking mm-hmm. because it's a it's a hot offense and Liberty Hill's defense kind of all year long had been kind of a liability, right? Yes. It had been a liability and they exposed it. They will be facing the best defense in 5A Division 2. Like, Agree. pretty clearly. How do they operate against them? Mm-hmm. The margins are going to be so small in this game, though. Agree. Like, this is another game, like, all of us took South Oak Cliff, but this is another example of do not let unanimity mean certainty. Because we, I could absolutely see PNG winning this game. If they hit a couple of big plays over the top and break through this defense and make South Oak Cliff chase, mm-hmm. they're going to win this ball game. Right, so that's the real. I think I think whoever scores first is in a huge advantage in this one. So if you can get if South Oak Cliff or PNG can get a special teams touchdown or something like that, that can be a real game changer, a real game breaker. It is a fascinating matchup. And again, South Oak Cliff offensive line, PNG defensive line. Mm. This mm. is another one of those games where, where our unanimous pick of South Oak Cliff doesn't no. really tell the. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a real I, close game. I wouldn't game. be shocked if PNG Absolutely won. not. Absolutely not. I think PNG's got a great chance in this game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, there you go. That is your final Friday night game of the year. And I guess we'll just have one more day after that. One more day. We'll, uh, we'll get ready for one last day of football. And we'll preview that on the next episode of Tap and Step. Thanks for being Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber. Step, thanks for your courage. Thank you. Talk to you next time on the final 2022 edition of Tap and Step.